It's so funny because I'm always trying to be so quiet when you do it. Like I'm always like holding. I know, my and you're looking right at me, and I'm. <laughs> we have this just stare into each other's eyes moment. And then I always think to myself, "What am I going to say after she does that?" I never know what to say right after. And we're like, "I know." Huh? It's pretty great. It's so moving. Hey Amara. everyone! Oh my god! Yeah, it's been two weeks. Two weeks, y'all. You know the sickness. We've tried. The, we have. <laughs> But you got to do what you got to do, you know? So we're glad to be back here in the Porter's 10 Cast studio. So happy. Like the boss bitches we are. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I uh. do. And we have a sponsor today. Ooh. Yay! Guess who it is, Terror Bear? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I don't even know. It has, it's got B and B in it's the B title. And B. B and B is our sponsor. Bells and, and Bows, baby. Uh, that's such a fun store. I took my friend Jenny there when she was here. Oh. And it was delightful. They've got puzzles everywhere. They've got great clothing. They've got great like lotion bars, great well, jewelry. And I bet they'll be getting some new stuff in soon. I know because it's gonna be spring one of these days. God. When I was walking over here, my uh, breath froze my hair. It's no fine. way. That's, yeah, that's your how cold it is. Breath froze your uh-huh. hair. Yeah, that's how cold it is. Oh my it's gosh. Fine. Uh, but bells and bows. They've got deals on Trollby jewelry. Jewelry. Jewelry right now. Um, and they'll be moving from winter clothes into a couple of new spring lines. Kimes Ranch brand jeans are some of the best sellers. Still. Yeah, they last two to three times longer than your average pair of jeans. Who doesn't want that? Especially if they make their butt look good. Like, come on. They're open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. They are closed on Sunday. Gotta rest. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Brunch day. Now that the holiday season is over. Yeah, you got to rest it up. Um, it's a women and men's clothing boutique, and you can find your perfect outfit there. You can accessorize with beautiful jewelry and bags, and I will say I did buy some bitchin' earrings there. So they do have a great jewelry selection. Um, they've got men's socks and ties that are super fun. They've got European soaps. I mean, you really European just can't. European soaps. Dude, and they smell good good too yeah. they do well, europeans smell good no actually they usually <laughs> european don't because... smells good <laughs> oh what a day Jeez, it has been a long week it has been i'm glad that it's friday yes friday, friday. <laughs> so good anyway step into bells and bows in lander check out their selection it's a super fun store i really enjoyed being in there thank you for being our sponsor Bells and Bows. Thank you, Bells and Bows, and for being one of the coolest stores in Lander. Uh, 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 uh. And Riverton, uh. for that matter. Yeah. For Freeco, Weco. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> um, also, exciting note I finally got down to the Lander bar and I had the 10 tap. And I had it at bar 10. Woo! Like, we totally 10 tapped it, not together, but we 10 tapped it. Separately, mm-hmm. with love. With so much love. We and both it was sent pictures. Good. Yes. Well, I just would like to applaud Bar 10 because the 10 tap uh, this month there was pretty much similar to Michelob Ultra, which is like my favorite beer. So I'm just like, this is really good. This Keep the 10 delicious. taps coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I um, The one in Lander is a darker beer. 
I can't Usually quite remember what it was called, yeah. but oh, it was good. Mm. Also, on the note of beer, the Lander Brewing Company just came out with a coffee porter, and it is oh. stupid good. I cannot handle it. Is it really dark? Though? Yes, oh. it's so dark, but it tastes like coffee. Oh my! It Lanta. tastes like coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I love it so much. I've had four or five already. Dang! I know. I can't help myself. Mara's not drinking coffee. She's drinking the coffee beer. The coffee beer, baby, especially since it's Friday. Because then it wakes you up and you're relaxed for the whole day. Yeah. Look at me preaching morning drinking. (laughs) Morning drinking, everyone. (laughs) Don't feel bad. So don't forget to head on down to a Lander Bar or Bar 10 to grab yourself a 10 tap. 50 cents of each beer goes this month to Almost Home Wyoming in Lander and Eagles Hope in Riverton. Hey, you got one more week. Yeah, so drink and help. Drink and help. You really can't lose in this situation. Yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. Uh, So what are you doing this weekend, Tabam? Well, um, hopefully finally cleaning my house. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Aquina, I'll have Aquina this weekend and she's, it probably just depends on what she's doing. Really. I I was hoping we could have a nice chill weekend at home without running all over because last week it was busy. We did the stars of tomorrow. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, it went really well. They had some really great acts and, um, there was probably about 30, 31 acts this year between all the categories, which was really cool. That's too legit to quit. Yeah, and my daughter got first (gasps) in Division 2. Congrats, Aquina. Yes, it was was just beautiful. That is awesome. Just beautiful. (laughs) Y'all beautiful. Y'all beautiful. It's true. Um, How did Abby Larson do? She uh, came in second. That's delightful. She's, she's a fantastic well, singer. She's usually always first. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever seen her not get first, but there was these two brothers that both did drum solos. The one brother was in Division Three, and the other brother was in Division Four. Just amazing. Cool. Amazing. The Beasley Musicians, Boys. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, the drum. And so the drum solo in Division 4 won. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad that she placed uh, because I think she's fantastic. And she's playing the lead in Annie Get Your Gun at the college. This oh, spring. really? Yes. Oh. She's playing Annie Oakley. And so I just want to give her a shout out to her lovely, brilliant self. There you go. You are wonderful. And you're going to crush it. Broadway, here she comes. Broadway, here she comes. <laughs> um, well, that's fun. I hope you have a, a chill weekend. Yeah. You know. Chill enough. Yeah, girl. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, the Arts in Action Weekend, baby. That's right. Um, I went to Acrobatrics last night, and they were delightful. I heard a lot of good things they about it. They were so fun. They're funny, extremely talented. They were great and then tonight is the art walk downtown so i'm gonna meet my fam there at uh we're gonna start at brown sugar gonna get some wine flights some tapas look at some art it's gonna be delightful wine flights yeah so you can test a bunch of different (gasps) wines oh oh my goodness i know and then tomorrow night is opera wyoming oh and i'm super stoked is that at the college it is 
The college, 7 p.m. You can get your tickets at communalpancake.com backslash tickets. I have it on our list. Yeah, girl. It's listed Uh, because uh, it's important. And then we start rehearsal for the first three pages. So sad you're not going to be here. I know. This is the first communal pancake show that Terry's not going to be here for. This little face. (laughs) 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 I know. I'm sad that you won't be there. But we'll do it again for sure. But exciting moment of time is we have 10 scripts this time. Yeah. So we have three film students. We have um, a couple of alumni. So we've got Reese Lane and Drew Thornton both sent scripts. Um, Sam Myers, Mike Myers' son, who is living in New York, sent us a script um, called Cowtown. And it's about growing up in Wyoming. Uh, so that's exciting. Cameron and Lily did a script. I'm just <gasps> Cameron super and stoked. Lily did yeah. a script well, not together. They each did their oh. own separate. But I'm super excited. Fun. So it's gonna be great. It is. If if anybody um, doesn't understand what that is, the first three pages is pretty much spelled out there. But for mm-hmm. those of you that don't understand what first three pages mean. <laughs> What are they doing with these first three pages? Well, they're acting them out. Yeah, so it's a really great way for the writers in our area, um, area including, I'm including people who grew up in Wyoming in this as well, because Sam Mm -hmm. is no longer around here. But um, basically what these writers do is they're sending us the first three pages of scripts that they have written that are either works in progress or that they've written and they want to continue to work on that kind of stuff. And so they'll send us the first three pages and then we have a panel of actors act those out. Um, And then the authors will stand up and kind of talk about their script, their inspiration, where they're hoping to go with it. Um, It's such a fun event. We did our first one last year. It was super fun. Everybody really enjoyed it. We're doing it this year, um, next Saturday on Leap Year Day. (gasps) Leap Year Day. February 29th, 7 p.m. at the Babashala. Tickets are five bucks. So not super expensive, but it's, it's just a really fun event. And it's, it's such a fun and showcase. And it's great for the actors, too, because it's so easy for I us know, to do. But it's, like, fun. Yes. Because I love oh, to know what people are working so on. It was so much fun. Yeah. Super yeah, stoked. It just so kind of takes the stress radar. out. And, yeah, yeah, and you can I just like kind of have fun. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. We've got Jason Hill back this year. Hey, Jason. Um, and then we've got... Was that my... my uh, captor last year yes yes it was <laughs> my captor <laughs> um and then we've got ed novotny and joe lefevre and ted haworth and then we've got um jen and amy from steel magnolias and lily yeah all from steel magnolias and then christina gonzalez oh my gosh such a good group of people yeah, so it's gonna be super fun shout out to my actors Woo! i'm, I'm pretty stoked we'll miss you so much though well, I will miss you all also. But you're going to be at a dance comp, right? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going girl. to the first uh, dance uh, competition uh. in Billings next weekend. So, yeah. It's going to be great. It's always fun. And I like Billings a lot. I have not really seen a lot of Billings. I've only been there for dance competitions. Girl. And so, you know, it's not like we're out doing a lot of stuff. It's pretty dedicated space of time. Where, where do you guys do that dance competition? Um, you know, it, it changes. Um, I think sometimes it's downtown. Uh, gotcha. Um, I, I remember the first time we went there and it was downtown. Did you say it's called the Metro? Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah. And they were having a big, um, 
I think it was near St. Patrick's Day, so they were having a big celebration oh, right there in the downtown area, yeah. and so that was a lot of fun, cool. being able to just like leave the competition and then just have something else to go to. Fun. Yeah. Love that. But hey. But hey, what I'm excited. Um, so you've been watching The Bachelor or what? <sighs> you know I have. I've continued watching it, and... I've read a lot of spoilers because I really don't care. I'm not going to say any of them, but like, you know, I don't care if I'm surprised or not. I want to know. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it's just, I don't even know. Like, you know, at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, Peter's my favorite bachelor. Well, he's not anymore. Rude. He is gullible <laughs> and just flighty. Pilot Pete is flighty. Who would have known? Pilot Pete. I like saying his name because I like to pop the peas. Pop the peas. Pilot Pete. Well, so do his little girlfriends. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, so he's down to three, so it's almost over, you know. Um, and I think I know who wins it. All right. And I think I know who the new Bachelorette's going to be. Fun right. story. I haven't heard yet, so I, I'm not giving anything away here, but Kelsey's roommate in Nashville... Her brother is going to be on the new season of The Bachelorette. So Fun. they're supposed to be calling him and letting him know who it is. And Whoa. so Kelsey's all just like waiting to find out <laughs> because Lacey will know. So, yeah. That's fun. But I was um, properly instructed to not say anything on my podcast about, well, oh, about like, like Tim Bear. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say who it was. I think I can say what I said. I already did it, so there. <laughs> it's, oh. a, it's a fun story, and I'm telling it. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, That's so exciting. there's that. I know I'm sure a lot of people are super excited. Go team. Go team. All right, well, you'll have to update us when the season's yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Impractical Joker, the movies, has been released today. I did not know they were doing a movie. Oh. Have you ever seen Impractical Jokers? No. <laughs> so I wouldn't have either, but like Court, my son watches it all the time. Eric, my husband, watches it all the time. They just love it. It's it's kind of a... Is it like punked? Um, it's more like, okay, so there's like four, I think there's four friends and they basically get together and they like give each other challenges to oh. out in public, something stupid. It's always something really stupid and funny and embarrassing and so they do these challenges, and then the winner or the loser of the challenge ends up having to do something really horrible. So it's like jackass. Yeah, kind of, but like more, like you know, they're not. They're <laughs> doing. Extreme. They're doing more like things that are super embarrassing out in public, not necessarily anything that could hurt them. Gotcha. Yeah. Just, every time I think of jackass, I always think of the. The one where they put the sock on that guy's penis and then they put it in the snake tank oh my to see God. if the snake will eat it because it looks like a mouse. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. boy. And does he? Yes, the snake does. So Ooh. Well, fun, anyway, everyone? so I know there's a lot of fans out there of Impractical Jokers, so, you know, we'll see. You know, behind two ferns. Between two ferns. Yeah. That's behind now. I, I renamed his show. Great. Was... 
ended up being a really good movie. So you just never know. Most of the time, true. they suck. I love Between but, Two Ferns, the show. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, my God. You have to watch the movie. That movie was just really we good. We talked about this once. We did. We did. Yeah, a long time ago. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. But all right. I'm here for it. You know what I'm really here for? Yes. The NPR Wine Club. Right. You guys, I love NPR. I love their tiny desk concerts. Fresh air. I love Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I love NPR. And so now your curious mind and your curious taste buds can taste the NPR Wine Club delicious wine. It's a wonderful way to explore the world of wine. And you can raise a glass to your choice or to public radio. Because when you purchase this wine, you're actually giving a donation to public radio. Which is Awesome. Like, getting a bottle of wine is so much better than getting a coffee cup that says NPR. Yeah, which is fine, like, one time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want that every time. Right. But wine, I want every time. Yeah, I mean, this is brilliant because... It really is. It's 12 hand-selected wines, so you get reds, whites, or a mix of both for and $79.99. Then you get three unique NPR-inspired wines. Wait, wait, don't tell me Pinot Noir. The Weekend Edition Cabernet. And Vintage NPR Red Blend. I yeah, mean, come they're really on. fun. That is delightful. Way to go, NPR. Woo! Big applause. Big applause, NPR. We need to get some fun noise buttons on there. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Whir- okay, or so this next us. one, um, I, I pretty much just put down because, you know, remember last time we were talking about vagina mm-hmm. candles? <laughs> And so I I saw this online and it's beef candles. <laughs> Ew. Because everyone has to join the bandwagon. <laughs> so McDonald's has launched a new line of merchandise called the Quarter Pounder Fan Club. No. No. So they sell no. these things on goldenarchesunlimited.com and they're all quarter pounder themed products. And one of these things is a scented candle. God, I'm just disgusted. I now, mean, a, a fry one, like a French fry candle, I might be on board with. Well, they, and I imagine, you know, they don't just have the quarter powder themed products. They have Can you imagine other products too. So meat. I'm sure there's some French fry. Just, just a, a meat, meat candle. candle. <laughs> <laughs> that made me think of other things that are not a quarter pounder. <laughs> I got my vagina candle and I got my a beef candle. candle. It's fine. <laughs> How would you like a quarter pounder with love heart shaped locket? Well, oh. guess what? You can't have one because they're already sold out. Gone, baby. <laughs> Number one selling Valentine gift in the nation. <laughs> I don't know, making that up, well, but it is sold out. Well, maybe no All more right. heart shaped lockets or quarter pounder shaped lockets or whatever. Yeah, well, you should just go check out all the things at goldenarchesunlimited.com. Check out all the things. And don't send me a beef candle. <laughs> oh, somebody send her a beef candle. No. Get this woman a beef candle. I just am... <laughs> I shouldn't bang on the table. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> no. Uh, what is this Mucinex cough medicine situation? <laughs> so, this is so stupid. So, you know, TikTok has all those dance challenges. Love me some TikTok. You know, and the kids are all out there just like, you know, doing these little dances. <laughs> Did you see the thing on Facebook where some guy is in the store and he's just walking around going like, you know, 
like a TikTok oh, thing, yeah. acting like he's a kid. And it's yeah. like, this is what shopping with my child is like. It's true. It's true. I go with Aquina. I turn around, and then and there she is. Dancing. There she you is. You know, I'm here for it because I think everybody should dance. So Well, true. If it inspires them to dance, I'm... So anyway, Mucinex, you know, it's all about creative marketing. Yeah. You know? This looks pretty... And they're creative. doing it, and this isn't the first time they've done it, and they get a lot of attention. So this is their second dance challenge on TikTok, and they actually have a Twitch and his wife from So You Think You Can Dance. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to do those names. Um, they actually choreographed this dance, and it's called the Zombie Dance. And it's supposed to show how Mucinex aids cold and flu symptoms. Okay, so the Zombie Dance. So basically, you take Mucinex because this is their nighttime cough medicine. Uh-huh. And you will be... Tired and loony. Because Great. that's what the zombie dance is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, it's going to make me want to sleep and dance. But, yeah, so it's hashtag beat the zombie funk. So if you're on TikTok, look it up. You can win prizes, too. That's the great thing. Cool. Like, so you can do this stupid little dance, and you could get a cash prize or a VIP experience. Now, can you do this dance without taking Mucinex? Well, yes, Amara, I bet you could. Because I feel like that's not a smart challenge to challenge people to no, drink Mucinex. No, they're, they're not saying they're drink not Mucinex. They're saying, hey, do this dance challenge. We'll give you gotcha. some cash. I was like, Wait And we just want to let you know how it's going to feel if you decide to take some Mucinex when you have the flu. Gotcha. All right. I'm here for that. Yeah, hey. All right. But the best thing is that Pam and Angela from The Office have a podcast. What? Oh, my goodness. That's legit. It is legit. That's super fun. It's called Office Ladies. And it's the ultimate Office Rewatch podcast. So each week, Jenna and Angela will break down an episode of The Office and give exclusive behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were there can tell you. Fun. I mean, That's I think a brilliant podcast idea. Really, I think people will love it because how many times I know so many people that have sat down and watched the entirety of The Office over and Numerous over and times. over again. So, you know, those people are going to want to listen to this podcast. Yeah. And get just a little bit of an insider look into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I guess there was an episode and I vaguely remember it where um, Jim gave Pam a teapot filled with gifts for an office present. And inside he had a card, but he took the card out before he gave it to her because he was, like, scared to give her the card. And so in the last episode, she actually said what was written in that card because nobody ever knew, and it made her cry at the time because this was, like, one of the last episodes, I think. So they were all emotional anyway. And it was basically just a note from the actor who played Jim to her you know but yeah fun inside stuff like that i love exactly yeah and there's always fun stuff that happens we know man we could do a podcast behind the scenes communal pancake oh man for sure totally be rated r but we could do it we could do it (laughs) some of the flubs we've had some of the inside jokes we have it's great yeah so much fun. fun that's a great idea for a podcast good job office ladies Good job. Oh, and it's on earwolf.com. 
I'm sure it's probably on other podcasting platforms, mm-hmm. but right now that's where you can find it. Cool. All right. Right. Great. Well, this weekend, it looks like there's a lot of fun stuff happening. The Brewery Comedy Tour at the Lander Bar. That's tonight. That's tonight at 8 p.m., baby. Yep, and these are not Lander comics. They are working comics that are doing Mm -hmm. this tour and stopping by different breweries, it sounds like. Yeah, more than a dozen New York and Los Angeles-based stand-ups are currently on the road doing this. Sampling the local fare, local brews, and providing the finest and funniest in comedy entertainment. This stop is set to feature a lineup whose credits include top festivals, TV, and major club appearances. Alex Avery is a headliner. A rapidly rising comedian hailing from the Pacific Northwest. And at 20, he moved to Minneapolis. Love that city. And immediately won Acme Comedy Club's Funniest Person of the Twin Cities 2016. That's delightful. That's saying a lot. You're the funniest person of the Twin Cities? I know. (laughs) Dude, for real. (laughs) It's like a major award. I know. And then he was a semifinalist in the Joke Joint Comedy Competition uh, in 2019. And he's the first ever winner of Helium Comedy Club's Social Showdown, a national online comedy competition getting him visibility with comedy clubs across the country. You really just can't go wrong. No, it sounds like I'm losing my voice. This is going to be an excellent, excellent uh, night of comedy. And then we have Nathan Hart. He is the other comic, and he is from Tampa, Florida. Ooh, he was a guitar player in an amateur punk band. Love that. That gives you some And an owner of a now bankrupt bong store. This guy's going to be great. I can tell you already. (laughs) He's going to have some good stories. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's going to have some good stuff. That is great. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So do you just show up to the Lander Bar? No, you, um, I believe you have to have tickets. Oh. So basically, um, if you go on Facebook, go to the Brewery Comedy Tour at Lander, um, and it'll pop up as the event, and you can get tickets through that. Perfect. I think you can get tickets at the door, too, cool. uh, in, unless they're, like, they're totally full. Set up. but. I don't know. I I know they had one of these before, like a few months back, I think. Um, but mm. I didn't go, so I'm not sure how they did it. Cool. Well, what a fun, lovely moment. A fun, Time. lovely moment. Fun, lovely moment. Um, so we've already talked about the Arts in Action weekend a little bit, but I'll give you a little more detail about the art walk that's tonight. So... Every third Friday, we're going to try and do an art walk through Arts in Action. Um, So tonight is from 5 to 9 p.m. It's a monthly event featuring downtown businesses and local artists in a wonderful ongoing partnership with an exhibit. So if you're interested in hosting an artist for the next time in your business, or if you want to get your artwork out there, you can visit Arts in Action Wyoming. I mean, not Wyoming. (laughs) It is, but it's not. Artsinactionwy.com <laughs> backslash downtown. So it's super fun. I, um, when I was in college, Missoula does these. Mm-hmm. and every, But it's the first Friday. So every first Friday, you walk around downtown and you get to see artwork and there's wine and there's... Kind of like Lander beer. does. Yeah, Lander mm-hmm. does a very similar thing. And so it's just super fun. It's a really relaxed evening. Get you out in the world. You get to meet some cool people and then you get to go home. <laughs> and relax with all that wine in your system. Oh, there you go. So I am here for it. And then also part of the Arts in Action weekend, 
Opera Wyoming tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Um, so the cool thing about Opera Wyoming is they rounded out um, having all 50 states have opera companies in them. We were the last ones to join this, but we have one, so that's exciting. Um, they're out of Casper, and they don't have a lot of performance opportunities. So they were like, let's all get together and do this thing. We like to sing opera. And so they're coming here and they're going to um, basically do a showcase of all of the most famous opera pieces. Oh, wow. It's going to be delightful. Um, You can get tickets for $12 um, for adults and $6 for children. Nice. Yeah. I might have to take a quinta to that. It's going to be super fun. And we have a local performing with them, Wes Weesaw, who's got one of the most fantastic voices I've ever heard, and he's performing on Saturday. Cool. Yeah. So it's going to be great. So there's your Fremont County flavor. Uh, uh, uh. As always, there's the Lander Bake Shop jam sessions uh, tomorrow at the bake shop, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Grab a cup of coffee, grab your guitar, and go do it. And go hang, yo. Also, the next thing is one of my favorite things that happens in the spring is the short films. Yeah, this is a little early. (laughs) No, it's so good because if you're interested in being in film, this is a great way to break in. Um, So the CWC Film Department, they do short films every spring, and they have a film festival. And um, they're having auditions coming up. So on Tuesday, March 3rd, from 3 to 8 p.m., um, you can audition for uh, the CWC student films. There's no prior experience required. You just go in, and they'll have you read something, and they'll you do it into a camera so that they can see what you look like. Um, and then, so that one's in Riverton at the iTech Center. And then... Uh, there's also a Lander one, which I believe is the next day. So if you want to find out more information about those auditions, you can head over to the CWC Facebook page. It's got all of that info there. And seriously, they are so fun. I was lucky enough to be in a student film a few years ago, and I had a blast. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It's so fun. And it's fun to watch the students learn and work, and like they know what they're doing, but mm. it's for some of them, it's their first time really being the director in a seat, and they've got their whole crew, right? Like, they've got gaffers, they've got sound, they've got production, they've got all of these different things in the scene, and it's it's really cool to watch, just to be a part of. So I would highly recommend going to audition for those if you're interested in acting in film. Um, and then you can go to the film festival, which there's not a date set for that yet, but it's usually in May, and it's so fun. Oh. Love it. I love it too, but I've never seen it. Oh my God, you should go. But I know I would love it. It's so much fun. You should audition. (laughs) I don't know why we're whispering. (laughs) Because I started whispering. Um, Speaking of films, I did see an Academy Award nominated film. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And I loved it. Didn't you love it? Oh my gosh. I need to see it again though. Because... When you watch a Tarantino film, you know something bad is going to happen eventually. Yeah. And you just are not sure when it's coming. And so I feel like I was nervous about it the whole time. So I missed some stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, because this, uh, this time it like was clear at the end. Like, really. Yeah. I mean, it. And it, that happens, but the buildup to it wasn't as intense. Like, when you watch Hateful Eight, the dialogue builds and builds yeah. and builds. So by the time you get there, you're so like, 
oh no, like the tension is right there. Yeah, and this that was one way, like this was so more much. subtle because it's almost like just the little times that they're talking about the uh, Sharon Tate or whoever living yeah. right there. And that's what catches your attention. And you think, huh, what are they, what are they going to do with this? You know? And then it just kind of leads in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was so, and it's beautiful. I it think is. it's probably the most beautiful Tarantino film. It's gorgeous. And Joe and I watched the behind the scenes stuff and they, there's none of that. That's CGI. They built all of that. Wow. Like the downtown, all of that stuff, all of those shots of downtown Hollywood, they closed down Hollywood Boulevard and then redid all of the storefronts to look like they did in 1968 and 1969. That is so cool. Isn't that crazy? Did they win any um, Oscars for like set design or anything I like that? I think they did. Um, and then, you know, Brad Pitt yeah, won. Yeah, Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was great. And I'm, I'm really sad that Leo was up against... Um, Walking Phoenix. Oh, because yeah, I think this was probably his finest role. Could have been. Yeah. I thought he was amazing. He was amazing. Like the commitment was He's so good. Always amazing. He's though. always amazing. But this role really did it for me. Mm-hmm. It really, really did it for me. And um, but I know that Walking Phoenix deserved it. I'm not saying he didn't. I just wish that they would have been in an off year because. Yeah, right. Leo, man. Because he, he can't just... beat the Joker, you know? Well, and I mean, even watching the trailer for the Joker, I was disturbed. So I knew immediately that. And so you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it yet because I know it's going to be dark. And so I got to like yeah. prepare myself for that. But. I know it's going to be amazing, and I know he was amazing in it. I just, Leo, man, he really did it for me in this movie. It was so good. There's a whole scene where he's, like, upset at himself for forgetting lines as an actor, and I was like, this is the most <laughs> yeah, relatable right? piece of art. Exactly. So One of my favorite delightful. scenes was when he's um, visiting with the little girl on set. Me too. And, and she's, she's so, so smart. <laughs> All that part when she's like, that's some of the best acting I've ever seen, and he's like, thank you, and then he cries a little. Oh. <laughs> It's so good. I loved it. So slowly working my way through the Academy Award winning movies. Well, I think that's still the only one I've seen. Yeah, I need to I need to get on board with the other ones, but I at least started. What were the other ones? Well no, jo- was Little Joker Women. nominated? Uh huh. Joker so was I saw nominated. That, yeah. Um nineteen seventeen. Haven't seen that one, but I've heard it's amazing. Um let's see what else. Little Women, you said. Mm-hmm. Um, was Marriage Story nominated or did just people not get remember. nominated? I can't remember there. if it was the actors that were nominated or I'd have to look, but I do want to see that one too, but I also know it's going to be heavy. So I got to like, I still haven't been able to watch it. I almost started it the oh. other day and I shut it off. I know it's going to be insane. I was just like, I, I don't just, know why I don't want to watch this movie. It's dark, man. It's heavy. It's just heavy. Yeah. And you can tell it's going to be beautiful, but yeah. So that was exciting. So speaking of movies, we've got uh, Birds of Prey at the Acme. We've got uh, The Gentleman, Call of the Wild, Blumhouse's Fantasy Island, and Sonic the Hedgehog at the gym. And then The Grand also has Sonic the Hedgehog. Go Sonic. I think the Fantasy Island movie is actually about, like, the Fantasy Island um, TV show, you know. No. It's not? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know the Fantasy Island TV show. What? No. 
the plane, the plane. You don't know that? <laughs> no. Oh my oh, no. goodness. I've yeah, it. the little midget guy goes up to his lookout and starts hollering at his boss that the plane's coming in so that um, all these people come to Fantasy Island to live out their fantasies. What? But it was PG because it was on national television. <laughs> Dang. Nope. Don't know about that one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Something to put on the list. What is put on the list. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh shoot. <sighs> well, all right. There you go. <laughs> oh. Oh, and so yeah. But look at I put a picture of the hug machine for Amara this week. Oh, <laughs> That's what it is. I was wondering what the heck that Isn't was. Isn't that it looks crazy? Like, it looks like a weird lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> the person in it. I would be so claustrophobic. You know, last time we talked about the hug machine and I didn't have a picture for Amara to see. It so. looks like a lunchbox that you're squeezed in. Yeah, I can see that now that you say mm-hmm. it. Or a toolbox. Yeah. Or a makeup kit if you're in theater. But it's padded. <laughs> yeah. It it's a caboodle. A <laughs> it's a caboodle. It's definitely a, a caboodle. caboodle. Aww. All right. Hey, there we go. So, right. you you ready for this? Yeah. So we um, went and stole um, Miss Amanda Faring's conversation starter cards. A.K.A. not me, because we wouldn't be stealing them if they were me. <laughs> I said, yes, that's right. I said, Amanda, not Amara. We get confused sometimes, and it's delightful. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, do it. I hope it's a good one. Which of your personality traits would you like to change? Amara, I think we are both just perfect. What would we change? Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) I would probably change the fact that I'm so non-confrontational. I would like to become more confrontational. In like a productive way, I'm assuming. Yes. I mean, that's... Not just like... You. That would be definitely a personality trait flaw that I feel like I have. Otherwise, yeah, you're delightful. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and no, I don't want to change that part of me either. Um, I'm trying to think what I would change or would like to improve upon. Procrastination, perhaps. Yeah, that's always is a that good a personality one. trait. I don't I'm know unsure. that that really is. I don't know. Mm. Amara just has such a great, round, well-rounded personality. Thank you, that's and so nice. we don't want her to change anything. Well, I don't want you to change anything either. But I do need to be confrontational <laughs> at times. Don't we all? Damn it, Amara. Now, come on. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> See, I'm already doing it. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Go right. me. Should we do another one? I'll have to think about that one and get yeah. back to you because I... I'm just not sure. Questions like this are hard because I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Not sure. We're pancakes. We're perfect. We're pancakes. Oh, I love pancakes. <laughs> did, I, did I tag you in that post on Facebook about the pancake buffet thing or whatever it is? Maybe. Yeah, it was like... And everything's so fleeting This whole to me. thing, this big thing in the middle of the table just filled with little pancakes and different fruit Yum. and chocolate and all this stuff. 
pancake buffet of the communal pancake. Uh. Sweet and salty and fabulous. Oh, yeah. That's just what it is. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do one more. We're going to do Send it. you off into the weekend with another question. Oh. <laughs> if you could donate $1 million to charity, which charity would you choose? Ooh. That's a tough one. Hmm. <laughs> I would probably go um, with something for our planet, like clean water yes. or ocean cleanup. That's what I was going to say. Or ocean cleanup. Yeah. I would do something for um, homeless teen girls. Oh, that's good. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'd be like, here you go. Take all my money. Or if I was going to do it locally, almost home Wyoming. That's what I was just going to ask. Now, yeah. so you do. I can't even talk. How come uh, there's always like one part in this podcast where I just lose all sense in my mouth? You know. We I'm, both kind of do. We're doing fine. We're going to take you out on some babble. All right. Babble it up. Babble it up. So, yeah, our listeners can think about that. Who would you donate a million dollars to? Yeah, locally and globally. Fun. First of all, I just wish I had a million dollars to donate. I would just like to say that. Same. Really, I would have to have two million dollars because I would want to save one for me. Well, yeah. (laughs) Save your legacy. (laughs) You know? Uh, and on that bombshell, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend, Fremont County.